0: You,
1: baby. Ooh! We set the trends, we set the mm, trends. There we do. Capo, man. Hope y'all don't get me into no more trouble, man. I seem like been
0: on I was about to
1: stop doing interviews and shit like that, because I'd be like, yo, I don't really do interviews too much, so I was like, you know. They be like, yo, you need to do, you got music coming out and all that type of shit. So I'll be like, all right, but you know, I'm like, I'm like, very truthful in what I believe in. Like, so nigga want me to say, like, I, like, I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, we don't do you the controversy, dig, like, this shit so is don't worry like, You dig? Like, see, like, my voice gets heard over everything else
2: nowadays. Like, how? I don't get paid enough for that. At all. But well, We don't do the controversy, so you ain't got to worry about that. We just talking about straight business real, 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 real quick. So tell me how you maintain your longevity. Hold game. on, get my glasses, my nigga. Ooh,
0: super. This is live and full effect right <laughs> here. Jim Jones capo. The longevity, longevity of Jim Jones, huh. man. Niggas wanted you out this game, man. They didn't believe in you. Yeah, they been wanting me out hurt. You know what I'm saying? What does it it's take like to golf a movie, you heard <laughs> huh? Ooh. All right, let's all right, get it. All right, we ready. Clock been running. But yeah, like, what? How do you maintain your longevity, Jones?
1: Me? Shit, I say my prayers at night. Um, There's a lot of things to maintain longevity. Uh, You gotta be willing to bend. You gotta know when to fold them, know when to hold them. Um, You gotta expect it to be a lot of downtime. You heard a lot of shit ain't gonna go your way. Um, You gotta have tough skin. You gotta be resilient. You gotta know how to reinvent yourself. You gotta do a lot of things. But it seemed like you're getting
2: stronger yeah. as you get older, which is very rare. Oh,
1: I've I've built a solid foundation all these years. Mm. Um, I've done a lot to get to this point. Um I've been in school this whole time, I've been in the gym this whole time. I've been putting my best foot forward every every day I come outside, my hustle is relentless. Like, you dig, like I I, I gotta get it. I re, I refuse to stay down as much as people would love it for me to Stay there. I'm not with it yet. You heard? When you I, say
0: you, you've been in school, like literal school? Like how Swiss Beats went to Harvard?
1: No, no, no. I I don't have that luxury all the time. Exactly. Swiss, <laughs> Swiss Beats live a luxurious life. Shout out to Swiss. You heard? <laughs> he got he got time. He got time he can spend. You heard? I ain't got that type of time nor the luxury mm-hmm. and things like that. But when I say I've been in school, I'm constantly learning. You heard? I'm constantly learning in life, I'm constantly learning in a rap game, I'm constantly learning when it comes to do music, business, everything. You heard? Relationships, like, you heard? Like, life is about school, life is about learning.
2: Mm. If you, if you can't learn, then how could you teach? But do you, I mean, but you had to get better along the way because what, what you just showed us in, in, inside the studio, many people don't do. Going there, doing two separate songs. Writing it on the spot, going in there, spitting it. Mm-hmm. Was you was you doing that the whole time? Tell, tell them that. that. Tell them tell them oh,
1: again. Cause niggas don't really. You did how many how many songs I did while I saw, you was I here? I
2: just seen you do two
1: songs, mm-hmm. right? What One time you got here? Nothing but I got about ru- ten o'clock. Uh, but I was running around in the
2: midst of that. I, I, I did head, meet a meet, couple you meetings. You were running around for a like little while. Couple like you did world. like, but to go in there, do it, spit it. Let it be right. Where the fuck did that come from? Was you I doing that from the there. beginning or did you graduate to that level of doing that well, shit? Well,
1: where that I'm that at happened? right now, I kinda I kinda work myself here. Like, you know, it's uh music is like being in the gym. The more you shoot that jump shot, the better you're gonna get at that jump shot. You know what I mean? Well being realistic with yourself that you are a dope player, you know what I mean? Or you you are a dope artist that have room to get better. Um, some people find they ceiling and, and they don't they can't get past that and shit like that. Me, myself, I'm one of the ones that's lucky enough to don't have no ceiling. I feel like I got nothing but time to keep getting better as I get older or as I, you know what I
2: mean? But how did you circumvent your shit? Cause you know, my shit went viral when I talked about you circumventing from where you was from the beginning. Mm -hmm. You wasn't necessarily rapping from the beginning and please correct me if I'm wrong, you was doing videos, video you started rapping, right? And you was on your own. People didn't believe in you. I, 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 I do believe. I saw you with the inbox and fucking Rockefeller yes. recording your own. I, rock.
1: I, 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 implement what these kids are doing now. They don't know mm. that I'm the reason why, I, I why I, uh, why they're able to record inside the house on these computer and mics and these home setups and things like that. Like, interesting. I invented that whole inbox rig wholeheartedly. Like, nobody was doing that at the time. I didn't have the knowledge nor the support to what I wanted to do with it. I wanted to call uh, the studio in the book bag. I wanted to do a deal with, with Apple at that time. Yo, close that studio door for me. I wanted to do a deal with Apple at the time, but really? little old me mm-hmm. didn't know who to go speak to with Apple and shit like that. And I know that I was, one of, I was the one to bring this forward to fruition inside of the hip hop culture because Cam's... Engineer Carlisle at the time, we were just when Pro Tools kind of was, was kicking, it first started kicking off a few years. I and mean, he was like, Yo, since all the shit is on computer, why can't we just take this shit on the road? And Carlisle was like, Well, we, technically you can. Rock and roll artists kind of do this thing with a thing called an inbox. If you go get an inbox in the computer and the mic, head take a listen and go get all the stuff from Guitar Center. I went and get all the stuff from Guitar Center. He showed me how to uh, engineer. I've been in there for so many months with Cam doing his album and him showing me how to engineer. Then that's how that whole thing. I started taking it on the road and shit like that. I started actually uh, engineering Cam's um, albums again, getting engineering check. Through me wow. learning how to do that shit. And then um, I was getting version
2: checks did you get before you started <laughs> getting Jones. You got video checks. You got fucking you I got management, che- management checks. I, man-
1: I got management checks. Mm-hmm. I got video checks. I got consultant checks from Def Jam, from Kevin Lyles. Um I ended up getting a diplomat check from Cam for the rap shit. Um I was making a lot of money in between the lines. I had to figure out how to get this bag. Like we from Harlem, and niggas was looking good. I knew I wasn't rapping at the time. Or oh, I didn't have plans on rapping. That wasn't my focus because there was so much money around me. But started looking at all the money that came and I was like, getting... "Yo, let me get, a, give me a little bit, give me a little bit, please. Give me a little bit. Yo, funny man. Yo, funny man. It's authentic <laughs> like, right here on bad. You look like a black suit. You look like a black superhero right now. Just, yo, <laughs> Woo, yo, this nigga, this nigga look." This nigga look like a black tall mighty man with a baggy sweatsuit. Fuck out of here with baggy tights. Where your cape at, nigga? Don't come over here. Do not come over here, nigga. Yo, listen, yo. Fuck outta here. Get out of here, yo, bro. Get out of here, bro. I'm doing an interview, bro. You see you want me start heating your, you want me start heating you up? Yeah, I know you work at every both day, I right, see. uh right, you you starting and, right? And, 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 you starting right? He gotta sell. You starting right? He's selling the old tank tops he used to wear. You know who this then. nigga is? You feel me this the nigga, that this nigga like is the end. TSA nigga that's always upset when you pull up. And he like, like, what's yo, up, fam?
2: Yo,
0: nah, you can't TSA. skip the line. Fuck out <laughs> of <outta> here, nigga. <laughs> For yo, get out of <laughs> here, Bye, man, Bye, is man. back y'all
2: never seen a tie denim. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, man
0: you getting checks everywhere. One of the, one of the biggest injustices you don't get enough credit for, in my opinion, is your fearlessness when it comes to being an organic A&R. The courage it took what you did with Stack, Max. The courage it also took for you to jump on Summer in Miami with Trey Songs Day and Night with Kid Cudi. I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is a New York nigga. He's swerving and merging. Where does that come from? Um... Just, just trying to just just trying to
1: stay stay relevant, stay in yeah. the mix of things. You know what I mean? Like this is music. Like you dig. Like you gotta you shit. You gotta keep it moving. You gotta put in as much work as possible. Like you know what I mean? Like, but me, this is being a lover a lover of music. Like uh, down south, start popping. Dip said we had this thing with like fusing our music with down south because that shit was sounding yeah. so good. Like the beats. Though. And me myself being a lover of the West Coast, that's where you get the certified gangster. I had mm-hmm. gave people that whole. West Coast feeling like it's just like it just I just love music and I love to love to see people get on and shit like that, you know what I mean? And
2: I think people who see us walking around with the sunglasses and dressing with the jewelry, and I think that they don't see the talent
0: behind West <laughs> <laughs> This, this nigga is crazy. Man, so can we man. also talk about y- slaps. y'all setting trends on how rappers had to dress? Um come on, let's get reset
2: k- the trends. Yeah. Oh, um, th- um, let's not come on, Jones. Slaps.
0: Oh man. <laughs> Come on. Niggas was dressing different before y'all came in with the jeans, the belt buckles. Y'all had to get in the gym to wear that white But He got his credit for the translate, I feel. I
1: mean, you always get the credit for the translate. People see what you do and they try to take it to you know, the next level That's or in like years later. Now we should, I mean, shit, we changed the face of how niggas dress for the whole hip-hop culture. It was. Period. It was either Kanye, you had a little bit of uh-huh. backpackage that his whole style, how he was doing, or you had the Jim Jones kit. And when I say change it, I'm not saying, it, I mean, from all the clothing brands to all the designers to every single bit of jeans, shirts, sweaters, mm. everything at the time had the Jim Jones look or the Kanye look, hip hop shapes, fashion, mm-hmm. you heard? And that's what that did And from then on is James got slimmer. They got slimmer. They got, but it was all birth from how we changed the game. Even right now, you see these kids rocking chrome hearts. Chrissy brought me that when I first met her. Oh two, oh three, and shit like that. Like I was rocking that in my balling videos and shit like that. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like it's just everything is well, what repeating was itself. What were you
2: thinking when you watching everybody do this shit, but you not? But they, but they don't even know where where it come from. It didn't make you feel no, no no type of way watching this shit and being like, yo, these niggas are doing all this shit and not even realizing where this shit coming from.
1: I always tell people, I'm not too fond of credit. I'm more like mm. debit. You heard? <laughs> Straight swipe. Yeah, give me some cash, man. I ain't really, you dig. So. But I do believe that people know the whole history and this culture of how mm-hmm fashion has changed, whether they want to give it to me or whether they don't and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't here for that. First of all, I wasn't worried about changing how the game look. I just wanted to make sure that I look fly at all times. Mm. And my lady wants to make sure that I look even flyer than you niggas outside and shit like that mm. and it obviously work. You heard? They said the game, you ain't popping until these niggas want to be like you until these bitches won't yeah. fuck you. And that was the whole motherfucking manuscript I was trying to follow at the time and shit like that. I mean, it's still the same thing it's now, but that's what it was all about. And the difference between how we came up and what's going on now, everybody seems to want to fit in and the object was to always stand out. It's easy to be, easy, easier to be noticed if you stand out as opposed to fitting in and that's what a lot of these kids right now are doing, as you can see from the fashion, everybody's wearing the same thing. You go mm. in the club, four or five rappers got on the same clothes and shit like that, and they hype about this shit like that. Yeah, you know I mean, like, I don't understand that. We always wanted to give a take a different twist on fashion, and that's why it worked. You heard? It? But you're
2: one of the few people that actually embrace the young niggas and you embrace the street. You got a lot of records with young niggas in the street. You actually come out and you do the videos, you house niggas, you guide niggas. I love my Why young hell niggas, you do man. That
1: though? I love my youngness. I love my young niggas. I really, I really, I really, from the project, I really came up from the streets of New York City. If people do not know you, dig, I spell. Early days in the Bronx, later days in Harlem where I learned how to hustle and everything else that. The streets taught me and, and shit like that. So I know being young with your back against the wall, not having too many options and shit like that. I know it could be hard and shit like that. I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. All right bro. A oh, motherfucker, um yeah so I was one of them young niggas, you heard so as I look at all these young niggas coming up and shit like that, it's like the least I could do is is try to give back or you know what I mean come back and show them something, as long as they looking at me, they at least looking in the right direction. Because I was once dumb and I figured out how to make something from nothing and shit like that. Mm. You know what I mean?
0: Did Nike or any sneaker company like ever approach y'all doing like a special dip set sneaker, a, a gym version, a cam version, a freaky Zeke version, a Jewel's version? of all the stylish trends y'all was doing.
1: Nah, we never... I, I've never got the opportunity. I would love to have an opportunity with Nike to do a dope-ass sneaker, some fresh air ones or something like some that. Yeah. You know what I
2: mean? Yo, where did the weatherman shit come from Ooh. during Corona? Um, Cause That was some different... That was off-the-wall off the It's He said Miami? Shit. It
1: was started in Miami when there was a... was a hurricane down there and shit like that. A hurricane Irma or some shit like that. I had did the weather report out there for the hurricane on on the terrace and that shit ended up going viral. And a lot of people started hitting me, Nori, everybody like yo, that shit could be something, that shit could be something. So just making jokes of the weather and shit like that, I kept kind of hitting it here and there on my Instagram and people was really going for it. Like it was getting millions of hits,
2: like damn. And then... Um, Were you surprised by the cross-marketing that came from that shit? Did you start getting some real real, real paper from that shit or was that just something to keep you fresh and out there or just some bread?
1: Oh shit, Whatever. well at Revo, like we like six or go going on the seventh season. Um so I, I don't know if I'm the number one show at Revo, but okay. for my seasons that I was there, I was the only show that was getting advertising dollars. And mm-hmm. I get a percentage of that advertising dollar. So okay. I,
2: I I was you You got the eyes, you got the back end because you got was, it, cause he got a good lawyer and he knows the business now. What did you hate about the business when you was coming up that you hated that you learned from? Shit. I was moving so fast. I I
1: really didn't. I had my mind set on other things. Like you know, I was. I did a lot of things I don't suggest nobody do for me to get to where I'm at. Um, some would say if I did things differently, I may have a a different outcome. Uh-huh. Maybe, but life is already written and shit like that. And I'm here and I'm living good and I and I love where I'm at and shit like that. But um. Yeah, the road I took was kind of crazy and shit like that. I wasn't taking opportunities, no matter what the opportunity, as long as I know it's going to get me in the game and keep me in the game. Took me a long time to really get out the streets, using rap money to do other things that maybe I shouldn't have done to make more money. Um, So yeah, I was living my life through rap music at a time, and then it was a time that I woke up. and Mm -hmm. like going to have to make a decision of what you really want to do, because can't do
2: both. At all. You got, you got to choose one or the other. Yeah, and I, and I had to learn that lesson very late. A chick named L'Oreal Coppich told me that a long time ago when I first got in there. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be able to sell a little bit of weed, do a little bit of management. Because when you manage it, it's a little bit different. Like. When you ain't coming in with somebody like Cam or you or you got somebody like that and you just being a manager, I start out from DJs to producers and all that. You know what I'm saying? She was like, you can't dibble dabble. This is a full-time job if you really gonna make it, cause it's a long haul. And I didn't really get that at first. And as soon as I chilled out and said, I ain't think about this little weed money. I ain't, mm. I, ain't, I ain't think about this shit. Let me focus on this shit. Everything started to ripple over for me. Started getting publishing deals done. Then you getting money that you never would've even thought that you was Damn. gonna see. I fucking woke up to three hundred thousand dollars I'm like we are what One the time,
0: one time. Because one thing about you, Jones, man, the transparency is like so like fearless.
2: Uh oh. Like,
0: I remember when you was like, yo, man, I ass betted my last thousand. 1,500. 1,500. And I'm sitting there like, holy shit, this is Jim Jones. But like now, people don't understand what it takes to maintain the top, the type of money that it comes into it, even how how close a successful rapper is to going back to the streets to re up to get back in. Like, (laughs) what does it take to maintain the rapper? lifestyle the workflow jones because niggas think you good and you don't got to do shit they don't understand i just seen them do
2: two records in two hours yeah fast but these niggas not really working and i always tell you this i'll be i'll be like yo niggas say that they rap i say niggas not working
0: but let me ask you working
2: we'll see it but jones
0: when shit got low for you was it because you weren't working or shit was going weird for you
1: Well shit for me in the game, you know, I had a lot going on, I did a lot in my time in this game. Mm. I rubbed a lot of people the wrong way, I burnt plenty of bridges, I didn't Mm. care, I planned on buying yachts anyway. You heard so, that was my mentality and things like that and and when you young and you dumb and you ignorant and you got a lot of power and shit like that and you're not thinking straight, that shit can come back and haunt you. Same thing you might do to people going up, they can't wait for you to come down because they're going to give you your ass a kiss and then you got people that got power also that heard they, was, <laughs> they just
2: abuse it not they just abuse that. it
1: they not for it they don't like they don't like younger niggas coming up they don't like the arrogance it was just a lot you heard um so it's shit man I, I had to take what i had i had to, I had, to I had to had to endure a lot you heard like i made a lot i lost a lot um Recession I hit, I lost a shitload of money during the recession. That was a whole nother. Really, everybody shit fucked. Yeah, we like, got the 2010,
2: 2011,
1: shit. Yeah, that shit like that was like that That's was right after ball, and I had a, I had a, I had a, a
0: lot of money, and then the recession was <laughs> able to wipe down that money like that.
1: Uh, I mean, I didn't want to get into that, but
2: that
1: was one of the things that really caught me off guard and shit like mm. that, like you dig, and then you know. But I'm a hustler, man. Yeah, all intentions to get back. being
0: nosy. It's more like. You know, people see you make it. People see you with Cam. People see you make it on your own. People see you bringing other artists on, showing young dudes on. All they see is the success. So in their mind, they can't fathom why the money would shift that fast, and it's no different than somebody when you're else.
2: Entrepreneur money
0: goes exactly. up and down. Now let's like get it twisted. A
1: person in my position broke may be different from another nigga's broke. Mm. Bro.
2: Uh-huh. You heard? mm.
1: Let's not forget that. When I say that was my last fifteen hundred, that might be my last fifteen hundred that that day. Got you.
2: Uh (laughs) I know. I know where it is. But still, you think you
1: think about that, you dig? Mm -hmm. So if you hustling from day to day and that's how you living, then it's like yo, shit got to change and shit like that. Like yo, like so. But what uh, was the
2: change in you? When did that shit occur? When you was like, I'm not fucking with the street no more. I'ma just go hard with the music. When was that? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> well, we still we promised them we ain't getting him in trouble. That's a regular question.
0: Um He thinking. <laughs> Jim been going viral for just sneezing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> We want to be very... <laughs> very delicate.
2: Delegate. Yeah, like,
1: we don't be delicate. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? This, let's just know that, uh, let's say, like... You know, nah, don't, don't, don't worry about it, There definitely manager. came a point in my career where I was like, oh, yeah, you bugging out. This shit got to stop. Like, it was a few situations I got mm. very close that maybe could have of my freedom um, mm. for doing stupid shit. And okay. um, me just mm-hmm. knowing that maybe I not might not get home to my family or my lady or to my son is kind of... Kinda of scary and shit like that, and me knowing I'm in a position in life to really better myself and don't have to do nothing stupid to do it. Just gotta bear down and, and be smart and and plan and and strategize. You heard uh, what they say? Uh, proper preparation prevents Previous poor performance. performance. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was all about. I mean, shit like that. But shit, yeah. I, I like you know,
2: being, you know, shit. <laughs> Who helps you strategize? Cause it, it can't be just you, cause you cause you building, cause you building I'm something. I'm a maniac, so like, man. Like, what, what, shit, what, like, what do you like, mean you're a maniac? Like, hold like, on, let me hear. My brain
1: works, it. And my brain works crazy. Like I'm a maniac. I think I I think about ten different things at one time and shit like that that I want to happen. They say I'm a jack of all trades. I mean I'm a master so of none, none, but I'm usually better than a master of one. Mm. So. If you didn't know the full slogan to is that. This of a Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you dig? So I don't know if you're new to the rest of that. I heard y'all say I'm the master of one. I say, but you're supposed to say I'm usually better than the master. I know. Of, know that's I mean? original like, for me. You dig? So, um, but, yeah, that's what it's about, man. I've been blessed to be very witty of what I do. Um, coming in the game, I was good at marketing when it came to Diplomats. So mm. a lot of the things that you've seen from the Diplomats was a picture that was painted in my head of how I wanted the world to see us coming from Harlem and shit like that and what Harlem represented It represented the hustlers and not just the hustlers, niggas that was very fly and very flashy while hustling and shit like that and we wanted to make sure that we embodied that and I wanted to make sure niggas felt that and shit like that and no, we wasn't hustling but we wanted niggas to feel how it felt to be from Harlem every time they see us and it it, it felt like it was a good summer night every time it was popping in Harlem and shit like that. It was really like that. Niggas always had brand new risers, always the flies, bitches outside, niggas getting a lot of money, niggas dressing to the T. Like mm. it was like that every day. And it's still like that right now. It was, our era has gone and little niggas got it a little different, because we older and shit like that, mm-hmm. but. Mm.
2: The, they still doing
1: the fly. Still doing the super fly. fly. You ain't drippy. You is not litty. You heard? Mm. It's a rap for you and dub outside. Your shit ain't together and shit like that. But that's what Harlem represented, and this is the pictures that I wanted people to see and shit like that. You know what I
2: mean? and that you're so good with the market and we all could 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 see that because you're doing it for yourself. Don't you think that if you got a job within a label, that you could bring your whole bird gang? Crew through and use the label money and just launch your whole shit and build a dynasty off their dollar. Yeah, I would love to have an opportunity to do
1: a partnership with a label that understands. Why don't you just get a LL. job? LL. Why don't
2: you just take the job and then bring your you whole say, label in? You say it like it's that easy? Like no, got, I'm not you saying, saying like, it like, like that. I'm told like I got it.
0: applications like yo, like Water Brothers. You got <laughs> Water Brothers. Thank you. Yo,
1: you got a lady. Yo, yo you, you can got that's Oh, yo, on. Uh, like Kevin like, like yo, 300, yo, 300, yo, 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 like this shit like Our we yo, 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 Go to Arby's and get applications, nigga. Niggas is getting
2: jobs that don't know what the fuck they doing. I that, is a that, is, that
1: is a fact. That is a fact. It's mu- happening every But music day, moves yo. a little bit different, so people are trained to do what they're trained to do. You heard niggas is like robots. They don't really look for talent anymore. They look for what's pushing numbers and what they can monetize. And if these kids' numbers is up, these are the numbers that they think they're going to end up making money for years on end. This is why they give them the bag and shit like that. This is what they're trained to do Got as A&Rs right now. They're not trained to find the next most talented. Artists. They hope they find the next more talented artist by the streams that they get from this artist and mm-hmm. shit like that. But that's not what they look they, they take a nigga doing anything right now, as long as his numbers is up like, what's his numbers? Oh, that's bring them in. the first in. thing they ask. You heard? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the first thing they ask. And then I got a bunch of artists who are very, very talented streams, in every lane dice. that the music is moving right now from the drill to niggas rapping yeah. to niggas singing to whatever you want and shit like that. But you got to get their numbers up. You heard? You yeah. got Niggas got it. So it's that's what the music is about. That's what A and R's all about right now. You don't see too many A and R's making the next big star from them
2: having from from being super talented. You know, but what I mean? most of the next big stars normally came from rappers anyway. Drake came from fucking Wayne. Wayne. Well, that's you know, a fact. You know I'm saying, hold and birth the whole bunch. But of that's people. a different. That's
1: different from A and R. You talking about? You was just talking about. A and the
2: the same, thing, about, but they've never been a and, o, and that's why I'm saying, if, if they know that you can do the job and it's proven, and, and you track know now that, that you got your track record and you getting the credentials, and I'm not saying that it's simple, I'm saying I don't see why a person wouldn't do that. Because you're in touch with what the young niggas are no, doing. No, most people and you're just most relevant. people just like to take my
1: blueprint and use it for themselves and make themselves mm. look better in their position at whatever labels they at and shit like that. Like and what I do could be seen. Like it's not nothing that I'm hotter than shit like That's that. Not, you dig my my I, I give the game. You heard they got this whole thing. and The game was to be sold, not I told. I tell everybody with the game. I want everybody to get some money and shit like that. You dig? So it never comes back. Niggas don't never reciprocate the same love or the, or, or or whatever you gave them and shit like that. It, it seldom happens like that. You heard? I, mean, I never looked for a handout of somebody to come pick me off my feet. I've been knocked down too many times, and I've been waiting for so many niggas to come pick me up that never came. You heard? So what I had to do, I had to get up off my own two and get to it and shit like that. That's the only thing I know as a man. I'm a man first before anything and shit like that. And I got a family, so you know my family can't fail for nothing. I mean that. And that's what I learned in my time. That's what my mama taught me from coming up, hustling and shit like that. Like, you know, I'm a little bit different than most people in this whole industry and shit like that. And everybody got their own story, but I got a cold story, man. One day maybe I'll tell it. Well, one day maybe I'll sell it. But I do got a cold story and shit like you that. Like it's the one... first two pages. <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: it's like, Come on, man. I
2: can't... <laughs> you ain't got enough time to tell it. The first, first two, two page. Pa- the
1: first two pages were. Would probably be little kid coming to get cornflakes and seeing my uncle Ricky and my mom's in the kitchen cooking up crack to sell. And this is in the early '80s and shit like that. And this is called base at the time, and it wasn't bagging up in bottles at the at the at, at the time and shit like that. I do believe it's whole other story, but mm-hmm. that's how that's how the story would start in, in, in the early '80s. If i was born in '76. I probably would be like an eighty-one, eighty-two story, 83
2: story. Like, We could start there. And so then, why don't you direct your own movie? Because you direct it, but you're back in it now. I just can't be
1: It's not one movie that can fit my life. It's mm. going to be a series? Because it's so complex. Like It's just like you dig. Like I've been an orphan to my family, and not saying an orphan in a bad way, meaning that as a kid, I had to live with different people in my family, but I had a warm, religious God fearing family and shit like that. And I'm not saying there was nothing wrong like that. Like it was just so much that I went through as a child to become who I am today and shit like that. And there's different phases for me and shit like that from the time I grew up in the Bronx and what I learned in the Bronx and Mm -hmm. the motherfucking lessons that my mom taught me in the Bronx in the mid of the crack era. I'm talking about the 80s, you heard? And me coming to a boy in the 80s and shit like that. You dig? Like this was a whole nother zone in the Bronx and shit like that. But like, my mom told me how to take the train from the Bronx to Manhattan to go to school at nine years old. So, you got a kid at nine years old traveling from Jerome Avenue to down to 10th Street on Lexington Avenue, which at that time was the worst heroin block slated in the world. Like, you used to see it on. So yeah, that shit been 20, fucked up since heard, forever from one, two, five uh, on uh, down. 100%, uh, 100% but a hunt up between Lexington and the, third was was the, the train worst. station and the fucking uh, library was on that block. Yeah. So as a kid, you had to go to the library and then you had to deal with hundreds of dope fiends at the same time, shit like that. Like, And that was Harlem in the 80s and shit like that. So, you know, I've, I've seen a lot. I got a lot of uncles that was hustling and shit like that. Be in front of the stoop while... You got a line of fiends like it was a club opening and shit like that, going inside of one brownstone and shit like that. When they used to have the hole in the wall and shit like that, mm. and niggas really coming up with real bricks and bags of crack at the time and shit like that, like and going in the hole in the wall, like it's just. And you remember, I'm a little kid, so none of this is uh, feels real to me at the time. You heard? I'm not knowing there's a real consequence for this. Like mm. it's not I'm not knowing that it feel like it's like really real when you at eight, seven nine, six, like you seeing all this, you soaking it up, and this shit becomes regular to you to the point that you feel it's not really no consequence. So by the time you get to a teenager, this is just regular shit that you're doing. You're mm-hmm. not even fearing, worrying about police or what might come to you and shit like that. You just into what you came into. up around and shit like that. You know what I mean? And not saying that was the only thing that came around, because on the flip side of that, my grandmother was a heavy church lady, so there was nothing but prayers and prayer meeting and going to all night, prayer meeting and bible study and church on Sunday and, and eating after church and then going back into evening prayer service and it's like you dig it then my church is on fifth avenue and then my project building was on 12th and the church on 20th we had to walk from 112th to hunt 20th and I was on Fifth Avenue. All the Crips used to be on 119th and Fifth Avenue, so at a young age, before anybody was banging and shit like that in Harlem, these Crip niggas was on 119th and shit like that on Fifth Avenue. That you had to walk by and these niggas were scary and shit like that. And you get a whole taste of that, like everywhere I turned, coming up and shit like that. It was real lessons that I had to learn and you had to be tough in order to survive in the streets of New York. Like Harlem wasn't a friendly place and shit like that, I had mixed with some of the most Notorious niggas that came out of Harlem and shit like that. Like there's a lot of lot of lot of hustlers. We know we a know, lot of ill mm-hmm. <laughs> individuals <laughs> also that come out
0: of Harlem that you know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of them are not here anymore. A lot of them are locked up. So you know Is it, it seemed what your moms and your uncles went through that it, did that birth the entrepreneurial spirit? I was or, just about to say or, that or was that, was that, that already in and me. they just opened it up
1: to you? I think probably I was born with it because I'm my mama's child, but Watching them hustle in, in the 80s and shit like that definitely put a lot of hustle with me and shit like that because of the the cash transfer that I always saw. Mm. You sold this, they got that. You heard? Shit, if you sell a little bit of this, you get a lot of that. <laughs> you sell more this, you get a lot of that. <laughs> it was a cash transfer at, at so fact. young that it wasn't, this is what I'm trying to say, you so crazy at the age, like you're not really, you just seen cash transfer. Yeah. Like, mm. oh, you can sell this? What did you take you from that, that
2: and implement into your rap shit? What from that is directly like... From that, that's why I do my shit like this. Yeah.
1: Well, all the pain and the
2: hard times I went through, but I don't know if they
1: was hard times because they were just life and I, it all turned into fun times and we were just living at that time. All my. My life is in my music. If you listen closely and shit mm-hmm. like that, I've never hidden everything and shit like that. No matter no matter what it was and shit like that. And some things I look back. Maybe I shouldn't mention. Maybe you know what I mean. But sometimes yeah. yeah. my mom's mad at me for mentioning certain shit. But our past, we can't hide and shit like that. And we gotta pass that. Might help somebody else in the future and shit like that because we've been through some shit and shit
2: like but, that. Oh, like so you your I mean? mom's ever getting mad at you.
1: Yeah, she. I see it. Shit, <laughs> I'm a baby from the '80s. I was bad as shit. I got beatings all the I'm time. About now so, I'm just
2: saying, it seems like you're talking what? about
1: a great right now, I still get beatings right now, <laughs> right now. You heard right now. You heard like right now. She might pick up a broomstick and shit. I'm out of here. Like you bugging See you about. Like no, my mom is a, it's a good lady and oh, shit babe. like that. Um, Shit, we've been through everything together and shit like that, through through hell and back. And I, I, I love her for the lady who she become, and through all her trials and tribulations and shit like that, she always loved the kids, and we always loved her and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I was, there was times I would chase my moms down into different broken homes. I don't see. I mean, like where they were congregating to do things Satan. you couldn't imagine and mm-hmm. shit like that and remember this is in the middle of the crack era and shit like that and shit like that and I would be in these places comfortably. I've told these stories before and shit like that just so that I know that I'm in the coast of my mom's and shit like that, you know what I mean? Like that, like she was always my superwoman and my queen and I always I, I seen her fight niggas, I seen her do all type of shit to make sure that we were safe and to make sure that we had food on our, on our table and shit like that. Like, She's a real lady. She really did everything she could for her kids and shit like that. And remember she had us at a very young age, and I had a very supportive family and shit like that. And these are one of the reasons why I moved around so much as a kid to my family because she, she was, young, she was she a she was a teenager young. when she had me, she was 16, 17, and shit like that. I so grew up together. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like a hundred percent. And as I got older, I got more protective of her and I started to treat her more of my mother than She was my family, like my sister, Mm -hmm. coming up.
0: You know 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 what I mean? Because she's so young, and you're catching success young. What's that feeling like? Because sometimes a kid gets his success, and his parents might not live long enough to see that kid accomplish it. You feel what I'm saying? And your moms are so young, and you catching it young, you know yes, what I mean? To be
2: dope and now you're able to
0: drop legitimate money. What's that feeling like, Jones? Oh, ain't no
1: greatest feeling than that. When I was younger, I always told my mom I was gonna buy a car and a house and shit like that. Mm. And when I was able to do that, that was one of the best feelings of my life and shit like that. That she still lives in the same house that I brought up when I first got some money and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this feels good, man. You know, as a kid coming up in the hood, you don't know what the outcome is gonna be and shit like that. And you get a, you, you get a break. Man, you get opportunity, you better go for it, you better grab onto that shit with both hands, cause opportunity don't come twice for a lot of people, I can't say that. I'm probably one of the few that was able to have opportunity pass by me a
2: couple times,
1: you know (laughs) what I Me too,
2: Joe, I'm I'm not gonna care. I I, I only got one more question. How the fuck did you survive, Cots. It seems seems like you're you're the only one to understand how to take that money and make that money something. You circumvented the cash deal. You took that money and made this shit bigger. How the fuck did you do that? Cause it seemed like the rest of the niggas is just getting a check and then they, and, and they whittle away. They don't do shit.
1: Well, shit, when we went to Kosh, nobody else was thinking about Kosh at the time. And mm. at the time, Rockefeller didn't want to give me a deal. Damn, they want not give me a deal
0: not for no million dollars. Really? Mm-hmm. You think with the Harlem connection, y'all growing up and what? Damn, he know. Damn, damn. Damn told him. me did ain't want to give me
1: no deal. Like <laughs> I ain't giving you no he million was right dollars. Damn, <laughs> ain't, ain't giving you no million dollars. You bugging out? I was like, cool. I'm, I'm work. I'm 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 well worth the million dollars. But all I do, you see me do for tip uh-huh. set and all the marketing and videos. Like I'm like nobody else can do what I do. I haven't seen nobody else doing what I'm doing as an artist in this game at that time. Remember I mean, that's. This is 20 years ago. I'm directing my own videos. I'm fact, recording my own music. Fact. Literally recording my own music. I saw engineering you. that shit. We <laughs> so were marketing this shit. Mm-hmm. Like it was just it was a manager. Like it was just so much. So I had to bring to the table. They didn't believed in me. So remember, I had, we just got that fame. But right before that fame, me and Cam was like st- still one foot in one hour, was really still outside. That's and we did a lot of different things. And one of the places that I went was, Houston at that time, and this was in a very early in the diplomat Ooh. era and shit like that. Um, and when I went to Houston, is when I learned a lot about the independent, independent. And,
2: and that's how you learn how to work the money from cops.
0: What did you see when you went to Houston that you was like, "Whoa"?
2: Did they sit did, and, and did somebody sit you down and give you the game or did you just sit? Nah,
1: it's just when you get to Houston, you part of the culture, so you know it's you know it's rocking that independent lane was rocking. Boss Hogan and was taking that shit out Thug and was taking that shit out mm-hmm. the motherfucking he was making millions of dollars when we was out there in Houston like off of mixtapes and shit like that. And I'm just I'm talking about they really running up a check and shit like that. I was like, God damn. And they wasn't even doing it from an independent label standpoint. They was doing it from a real independent standpoint. Like they was printing up their own shit oh, to get shit. into the bag, and, and had all the old little relationships with the different record stores and all that shit at the time. But coming back and then be like, yo, shit, we the diplomats. We already got this deal with Def Jam. I'm like, shit, we can go anywhere, Cam. As long as diplomats is on that shit, they gonna buy it. He was like, you right? That's you wanna do the deal with the ind- with the independent label. <laughs> I said, yeah, let's run it. Let's go for it. Like, you dig? I needed the money at the time. Okay. Jewels and them was getting bags of money and shit like that. <laughs> Ended up taking the cost deal. Ended up having a hell of a record with the certified gangster. So yes. from the moment I got the Koch, I gave them a whole different perspective of business and sales because they I don't know if they ever been hot and shit like that. You heard? Now you got a real artist that's coming from... One of the hottest groups that's on the street right now, and he got now, got one of the hottest records that's on the street, and that turned into real sales at the time, and, I, and that put me in a position to really demand what I wanted when I was up there at COT. so I knew numbers, you heard? The power yeah. renegotiation. I might have not made the best deal for myself looking back and shit like that. There's a couple things I'm still trying to straighten out now, but I'm not bitter and mad about it. I knew know what I signed up for, you heard? If I wouldn't have did it that way, who knows? I might have not been here right now, so I take the bad with the good and shit like that. You know what I mean? So I just knew how to count very well. And the power of renegotiation is is what kept me here. It's king. I tell people all the time, you don't get what you deserve, you get what you negotiate, Negotiate. you heard? Hopefully you negotiate more than you deserve. And that was pretty (laughs) much all I was trying to do and shit like that, you heard? Um, At the time, and then, Koch led me to solely deal Man, at that time my mind was fucking clouded and I was jaded. I was all over the place and shit like that. I can't say that. You heard? I was just having too much money at the time. I ain't have no real support system. I ain't have nobody that's really going to guide me to the, what I need to be doing at that time, both as a businessman, as an artist, like it was just a lot going on. Like, I mean, shit. But what can I say? We're here now. God is good. I was waiting to reinvent. Circumvent
2: I, there you go. I said, I said circumvent exactly. What's the
1: money commandment by? Like, nigga, I'm I'm this shit, I'm here, man. You, like I said, God is good, man.
2: Huh? Whose idea was to put game on, on certified gangster?
1: That was the homies, like the niggas when game game came about by the homies, like, yo, you know Easy E got a son, he be rapping. I'm like, Easy E got a son, he be rapping. Like, you know, I had a certified gangster. Easy E one of my favorite rappers. I'm like, what? Like yeah, his name is Game. He from the West Coast and shit like that. So we thinking that's Easy E where We get niggas get in touch with him and shit like that. I get him on the phone. <laughs> he like nah. He laughing like nah. I'm not Easy East And I got the tattoo and shit like that. I'm just I'm banging off from the West and shit like that, bro. I'm like oh shit, blood. Shit. He like yeah, nah, blood. But we really pop. We on this side and all that type of shit. I I, so I, I flew Game and God bless for Ben here. His first trip to um, NYC was on me. They flew out here in the wintertime with with Chucks on and shit like that, and stepping and Slush and shit like that. We had to get them Pele jackets and, and Timberlands and shit like that, mm. with her. Mm. Yeah. That's how we forged the relationship and shit like that, me and Game and shit like that. We just threw that phone call, came to New York, took him to the studio, he did records with Wells, did records with me, it was on at that time and shit like that. Shout out to Game, man, one of the, the earlier uh, comrades and friends that I, that I, that I built with in this game.
0: Huh? But, Man, doing game, game, game like, and Jim Jones do like what Twenty One and Drake did. That would be fire. That would be fire.
2: Are you you are, yo, you come and give niggas ideas. Yes. Game, time. game this can rap Game can rap his ass. Yeah. Game can yeah.
1: rap his ass off and shit like that. I'm you know?
2: supposed to ask him for a point. Mm-hmm.
1: You were saying? That? I said game can rap his ass off. I've always been a fan of game. I used to always make sure that I got a verse from game on on my albums and shit like that. You know what I mean? I seen Game do a lot of dope shit, man. I was, I've was i been around Game since before he signed to G-Unit, where he just was signed to Interscope, and he was hella upset when he had to sign to G-Unit and shit like that. Really? I mean, super. F- he was on fire that day inside the uh, W Hotel at the time. That's like where I was staying. I was out in Hollywood. Down there for like a year. What, early. I bounced all over this motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> just chilling and shit like that, but... Yeah, man, W Hotel, an old one and shit like that. Yeah. I remember, he was mad, like, yo, <coughs> they got me, he said, I gotta sign a junior so I get this buzz up and shit like that. He, like, man, but as soon as I do this shit, I'm spazzing on everybody. I said, oh shit. Yeah. I remember that shit sitting in the hallway. Like, I had so much history that I could talk about from being in this game, from what I seen who I know, situations I've been in, situations I've been around, like I've seen your favorite rappers be uh, yeah. dweebs, your toughest rappers be punks, the punk rappers you think be tough, like this shit is all crazy in this With, game and shit like that. Who's a rapper that you was like, yeah, yo, you know, I didn't know
0: you were tough? Uh, who, a rapper that I didn't know you was tough? Yeah. Like, cause you know one person that people didn't realize was MC Hammer, and they didn't know how much people. He yeah, was a just, nigga, 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 nigga from Oakland. Yeah, well. Who
1: the yeah. fuck ain't tough from Oakland? That's like <laughs> heard? That, <laughs> like, nigga coming gone, out of Newark. Niggas, niggas ain't no. Nine times out of ten niggas gonna nigga gonna be tough from Newark, whether he dancing or not and shit like that. You <laughs> heard? Newark, Look,
0: everybody yeah. Everybody you saw, you was like, yo,
1: this nigga tough. Lil' Uzi surprised me. Yeah. I seen him I seen him getting into altercation one day. He held his own and shit like that. That was that was uh that was that was different for me and shit like that, but I mean, I seen a lot. I seen a lot of niggas fighting shit like that in this game. We are from an era where yeah. niggas didn't really go to the guns at first. It was a yeah. lot of fighting, fighting coming up, and I had I, I, all we damn near fought every time we had a a, a, a hosting or a performance or a concert. Like brawling was the motherfucking thing to do when we was coming Did up and shit like that. that shit? Shit where you young is like kinda of fun and shit like that. Like just you 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 on alert, you moving like that, that's how you moving and shit like that. But yeah, it was a you know, we was a we was a,
2: we was we was a You <laughs> gotta, gotta watch his burn. We gotta a,
1: watch We was a we was a mess, man. Like, yo, being in the tunnel. I remember so many situations in the tunnel, who to the flex, man? I I got a million stuff so I could write, I could do a whole fucking uh, a show on just the Tunnel Alone from going there every Sunday but just me and the Bloods and shit like that going wham in that bitch like just going wham, 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 wham in that shit. I seen everybody going there perform. I watched everybody. I seen them flip on Snoopy. Thought they was bugging. They was showing love. I seen Jay shut that shit down like 10 o'clock at night. You didn't get in you couldn't get in unless you was somebody like that. Um, I seen when motherfucking uh, Ja Rule shut the shit down to play the Mary J. Blog. Um, uh, record He just dropped, had the whole club lights off, everything, like it was a movie in that bitch. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've been going to that bitch since '94 when I was in high school. I seen Mike Tyson in that bitch. Damn, he like all day, like, bro. I've seen Mike Tyson park that shit like the Red Sea. I seen everybody perform in that shit. Snoop and them niggas perform for like two and a half hours and shit like that in that bitch. I seen um, Exhibit leave that bitch, curse everybody out, tell them niggas, nigga, I'm a platinum artist, man. Fuck y'all niggas. I don't need this shit. Woke off stage, seen big punk grass, God, God bless um I seen him uh wrinkle niggas' shirt in that shit, take that big ass chain off and get to working on niggas in that shit. Them Puerto Rican <laughs> niggas was crazy back in the day. <laughs> Joe and them was a mess and shit like that. um Mob deep in there. I remember... Uh, me and Dan, me and Cam, we was young, fucking with Prodigy in the fucking um, in the garage one day. Prodigy was by himself, He was slipping. Me and Cam was kept fucking and walking behind him. This before we was on and shit like that. He had on the yellow North Face and shit like that. But when he got in that bitch, it was so many Queensbridge niggas with him. I was like, I'm glad we ain't really fucking with him like that, because boy, <laughs> them <laughs> niggas would have had uh, ass in that shit. Uh, yeah, when they uh that shook once came on and that motherfucker, uh, oh my god, uh, DMX in there shut shit down. I was in it when Cam did that shit with DMX. Um, pull it, pull it. Um, yeah, I got so many so much stories, man. He ain't even got Being enough time, the, but he's still working. He yeah. not I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just right now, I'm just rambling <laughs> no, and shit like no, that. You like, having
0: fun? You heard? I was listening to the song you was doing. Yo. I felt I was.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't know what he's talking about. I know. See? You see? I don't know what he's talking about. That it was accident, Joe.
1: That shit is not even going to be there, man. So I was thinking, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's off the tape. Bleep, want, I don't, bleep, you know, bleep, like, bleep, and bleep. Go on. Word. He's going to bleep No, he's going to bleep it. Like, what did he say? But it's like, yo, man, I, it ain't, it's just, just fuck it. Don't even... It's nothing. It was a great thing that I said.
2: You heard? Like, oh no, it was amazing. He gave him props. What's the yeah. money commandment that you live by? a like commandment? That's gonna, yeah, something that's gonna keep money in your, your pocket, pocket, bro. Prevention is better than solution. Yeah. Yo, these uptown niggas is quick with they lingo, so they fast. Yo, Bag Fuel. Thank you, Jim Jones. Appreciate you taking your time out with us, my guy. Like, subscribe. Super chat, super things. Doing very like light. This
1: is a very light conversation. We just here rambling about good times. No, it's all about good times. Tell me personally, this is just my life. We talking about. Um, you heard? I like, ain't trying to offend nobody. I see a lot of that. I'm not into that. You heard? Like, no,
0: this was just an appetizer. This was, yeah, this
1: was just you heard. We gonna get deep in shit like that. I know there's a lot of things people like to, to ask me about. You know what I mean? A, dude, lot, dude, of, dude, a lot, of, so lot of, lot so of, lot of things, man. I, 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 I've been in Atlanta in the Little John Arrow when he was still. Motherfucking um, hosting the club for all the, for all the colleges and shit like mm-hmm. that. Like nigga, before Lil John even had a deal, nigga, you heard when well, that nigga was real ugly and skinny in the club. You heard? <laughs> Shouts to Lil John in Atlanta. I also seen a lot of other shit in Atlanta too and shit like that. Shouts to BMF. Fine. I've been been through the whole BMF era. Like you know what I mean? Just being in the being in the game and. You couldn't. You did. You you had you you had to be there. I will say that you had
2: you had to be there. Like it's just. How do you feel about the game now compared to then? A lot is different, bro. It's not as fun like, anymore, is it? I'm I mean, well we
1: well we're a little bit older, so mm. what's fun for us at this moment might not be the same fun you that you think kids are having. they're
2: having as much fun as we had? Shit,
1: yeah, they're young. They figuring out what fun to them is and shit like that. We not we didn't grow up in this era. Well, when we was younger. That shit was fun. But for us, yeah, things have changed. There's way too many cameras. There's too many Instagram. Like, we did things that should not be on any of these apps at so- all.
0: <laughs> you heard? Like,
1: this... You heard? That's like when well, that was like all these niggas on the freak Nick shit. So that was terrible, man. That's, That's when crazy. niggas started getting these damn camcorders and and started getting. Into, you heard? Like got a bunch of people in trouble there. God damn it! They ain't gonna remember them. Nah, i seen
2: the meme because they like yo. But get, just imagine if we had Instagram,
1: bigger. nigga, in the '90s. I just said
2: to E.E. Mix like two weeks ago. I said, yo, what if we had the Grammys wrong? He was like, yo, everybody. But I can't jail. lie. I, I
1: will say this, and and in, in my time coming up. Outside was extremely fun. Mm. I mean, That's what I'm from the time I was in high school to the time we got signed to the game, to years after that, to things started getting funny, different with different. the whole mm. internet and all that type of shit. But man, I mean... From going to the rink to going to the skate key nigga from back in those days, just stepping it up and just being able to go out of town to clubs, going down to D.C. partying, like niggas said, man, everything was just a ball, niggas top notch, baller niggas got on jewelry, niggas looking fly, like all around the motherfucking country though, you pop up in L.A. and shit like that, like there's a whole other lifestyle out there, niggas balling out there and shit like that, like it's just... I do. I, I do miss those days yeah, when we were outside and you. niggas didn't. It was no judgment hell. Like yeah. they, Right now, you get they judge you for anything. Right now, so Way I'm fast. scared. I'm scared to even speak right now. Listen, with the whole thing is, with Jonathan right.
0: Majors. I don't know if you saw the news. Like a whole bunch of girls just came out of nowhere saying, "Oh, he he abused me." They and trying I'm to just like there like Sean Watson, like how they did Sean Watson. I'm like, where all these girls come from? And I'm just like, yo, bro,
1: man, I don't know that whole man's situation, and I, I pray those situations ain't true and ain't shit true, like that. Of course you know not. what I mean? It's it just convenient. Was a, was to a, me, it's Jones. Just very convenient that he was at the top of his game and did incredible in this in this movie that just came out, and now all of that stuff. But that's usually how it happens for. Of black people and shit like that. You know what I mean? They they build you up with plans of tearing you down to see if you're gonna stay down. And if you don't stay down and get back up, I guess you win. I don't know how that goes and shit like that, you dig? But sometimes people put themselves in situations that you can't get out of, you know what I mean? So yeah, I try to stay as fair as possible out here and shit like that. Look at me, I'm no angel. You heard? Mm-hmm. At all and shit like that, I'm just trying to do better every day and shit like that, or at least do better than I did yesterday, and yeah, and my main mission has been trying to give back because I know I was able to take a lot in my time.
2: What's the end game for you the end game are you ever are you ever going are you ever looking forward to stop rapping or are you gonna rap forever? What's your end game?
0: Do you have one He's young listen. If
1: I was to walk outside right now Uh and mysteriously 25 million was dead, maybe, maybe you niggas might not see me no more. Bag (laughs) fuel.
0: Thank you, my guy.